Hey y'all, this is Mel Offlerbach and you're listening to Green Juice and Tequila. Green Juice and Tequila represents the earthy, organic, natural vibes colliding with raw, imperfect, and unfiltered stories. Some of us can have it all together, y'all. Eating the latest health nut craze, drink our green juice, meditate every morning. But we also have a side that's vulnerable, real, and sometimes stressed. Life throws you curveballs, y'all, and that's okay. You can be both, green juice and tequila. so much for joining in on another episode of Green Juice and Tequila. Y'all, this episode, we have to call it Lady Parts because we are getting into some pretty fascinating topics that I had no idea that we could do to a woman's body, especially as we age and honestly, just like enhance things. Um, I have my dear friend, Leslie Laverty on this episode today. And Leslie is a registered nurse. She is also a nurse injector at a really popular little spot here in Austin and Austin Plastic Surgery Institute. Um, Leslie's been in plastic. She's worked ER. I mean, this girl has been a traveling nurse. I told her the other day, I'm like, I literally could probably pick your brain on all the crazy stories you have of being a nurse. Cause some of the things she was telling me, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to do a podcast on this, but, um, we're getting into some lady part topics tonight. So I'm super excited to have you here, Miss Leslie. I'm excited. The last thing my husband said before I left was, remember, I still have to practice in this town. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my filter on. (laughs) We don't want your filter on. on. We're going to make this a really, really tequila episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's about tequila things. Tequila topics for sure. (laughs) So Leslie, go ahead and give us like a background of like, what you do, who you are, what brought you to Austin. Give us the lowdown. Well, um, I grew up in a really tiny town of about 1,200 people in northeastern Ohio. Love it. Um, I was the only girl, so means I was a very boyish girl. And um, my dad was semi-protective of me. He gave me a 30-mile radius of oh where I could go to gosh, school as really? far as college. That must be like an Ohio thing because my dad was the same way. Well, I was the rebel. And so my mm. dad knew that he needed to get to me within 30 minutes because I was going to be the one (laughs) that was going to call for that. But um, So I went to the University of Akron. Um, I decided to go into nursing because my grandmother had a best friend who was a nurse, and Uh she just loved her to pieces. And so that that became my life plan because of her, which is kind of strange. I've never met her. Well, nurses, too, are just like such – like I always thought of a nurse – like my aunt's a nurse as well. Mm -hmm. It's just like this like – nurturing, like you just feel like you're able to heal and help people. It's like a maternal position. Like it's a job that you connect with human beings and you want to help them make and make them feel better and comfortable. Yeah. I was made to be a caregiver. I I truly believe. I completely believe that. (laughs) (laughs) Care something. Um, So, so I went to University of Akron. I've got my RN BSN. Um, Shortly after, well, during, I, um, of course, fell in love with a man who uh, moved me to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I moved to New Jersey. I took my boards in New Jersey. Did, back in those days, you know, 20 plus years ago when I graduated, um, you had to do your time in med surge. Like, you didn't just 
get to pick in nursing, like what area you wanted to go. Like I oh, want to be really? an OR nurse. It just didn't happen. You had to do your time and get kind of some skills beforehand. So I worked in Trenton, New Jersey. Beautiful place. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> amazing. Um, in med surge for about eight months. And um, as a, it's funny because as a new grad, they would have me train other nurses because you just haven't, I have a, I'm pretty organized oh, in I a can way. That. So I was able to kind of facilitate taking care of patients and organizing their care fairly well. Um, so anyway, so after about eight months, I decided I was not in love mm-hmm. and left New oh. Jersey, came back home to Ohio and I had done an externship when I was in the ER and in the emergency room. So they hired me into the emergency room after eight months of, of, um, med surge experience um, and that's where I stayed for a long time. So I worked at the um, SUMA Healthcare Systems in Akron. And it was a level one trauma center. Love trauma. I just love the excitement. I could not even it's my, imagine. It's my safe place. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like some of the stories, my aunt's in nursing and hearing some of the ER and um, the, the trauma. I could not there's just no way. It takes a special person to release some of that and not bring that home with you. Yeah, I never. I mean, so it's funny. When I was in nursing school, I knew the things I didn't want to do after nursing. I did not want to take care. I did not want to do L and D. I don't want to deliver babies. Mm-mm. I did not want to do psych. I did not want to take care of mothers after they delivered babies. <laughs> um <laughs> I I did some hospice stuff when I was in nursing school. So I love I love elderly people and I Aww. and I just love I like just adult care. Yeah. So in the ER I got everything. I got a little bit of everything, but I never had to see them for very long. Perfect. And that is my non-committal part of me that I'm like, <laughs> I like you, I'll take care of you. Now go. Yeah, you Oh, done. I never wanted to do PD either, oh, but then no. I still had to do PD. Oh, but um so anyway, so I went to the ER there, which is a level one. It was a, um, a teaching facility, which I love. Um, it's one of those things as nurses, you're very autonomous. And you, in the ER, you're very much a team with your ER physicians. Yeah. And all of the residents have to rotate through the ER, which I think was my, I mean, I, I just love like, that. Were you like the social butterfly? During, oh, I trained you were some the, people. I bet you were like the favorite. <laughs> we, there was a group. There were a group of favorites. I will say that. Um, we we. I mean, we were young. We were yeah. young, and we got to train these residents, and they all mm-hmm. had to rotate through. And so, orthopedic wise, which is my husband's a traumatologist in orthopedics, and. Um, Everybody loved the ortho guys. Oh, man. They, were, they always lifted weights. They mm-hmm. were physique-wise mm-hmm. very nicely. Is that um, what, is that what your, your husband was the ortho guy? He was, yeah. Oh. He was an ortho resident, of but they course. had, again, they had to rotate through the ER. Okay. So I got to teach him some things. Mm. Um, but anyway, so didn't, didn't know him very well at all. Yeah. Um, moved back home. We, a couple years go by. Oh, wait. Yeah. So I was, yeah, a couple years go by. I was okay. actually, you know, at home, had a house, everything. In Ohio. In Ohio. Okay. Um, and trying to figure out what I was going to do. So I decided that, I mean, I've got no commitments. I'm going to do traveling nursing. So I had signed up for three assignments, my first one being in Miami and South Beach. Oh, my gosh. I, be. I know. I was like, I bet that was fun and interesting. Yes. You can probably have some stories. Oh, my goodness. I didn't save any money. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and I went with two other girls from the ER. And um, 
I <laughs> I had met Dave before I actually left to go traveling because he let me move into his place. My parent, my, my mom won't listen to this if she won't because that's still a lie, I tell. Still a lie. Um, so um, anyway, so I moved in with him, still did my traveling nursing, um, went down to Miami. Literally, we worked in Coral Dade, which is this tiny little hospital. And um, we were the staff for that hospital at night shift. I always worked night shift because that was my jam. But um, night shift, us three, it was crazy. I delivered babies, went into psych rooms and gave shots. (laughs) We had people literally pretty much die in triage. And I mean, drop offs of somebody just got pelted with bullets and drop them off. Um, but it was, it was, that's the kind of, I don't know, that excitement is good for me. Um, it keeps me. There are special people that can handle that. So we're grateful that oh, you yeah. were that person. Cause there I are could, a lot of people, no everybody I've ever worked in. I mean, you don't work trauma for very long if yeah. you can't handle that. Yeah. And you can't bring it home. There's okay. no way. I never thought about, and this sounds terrible. I, I was obviously very caring when I was taking care of the patient, but I never brought one ounce of anything home. Never thought about That's it once amazing. I left. Ugh. And I think about stuff now more oh, than sure. I ever did then, especially now that I have children and I the know, and children mom, that I worked on and, yeah. and stuff like that. And just Ugh. the things you you've that I've seen that I think about now that I never thought of then. So, but yeah. Um, so anyways, so did my traveling assignments, moved back to Ohio um, went back to the ER that I had initially trained in. Okay. Um, was dating Dave. He finished his residency. He decided we were going to do his fellowship in North Carolina. So he was doing an ortho trauma fellowship in um, Winston-Salem. And um, so I worked in the ER there. And then I switched out of ER and did electrophysiology. What is that? So that's ablations, like heart ablations okay. or defibril- or um, IEDs, um, pacemakers, defibrillators. So were you like the, the nurse that was in surgery? and like I was the assist- burn girl. Oh. Had the, so you go in, cool. like people have arrhythmias, then you have to create scar tissue and you... You burn inside the heart. You're like a freaking superhero. I also put people, I would give them mother's milk, which is Diprovan, and I would be able to <laughs> sedate them while they, we tested their their um, defibrillator. Oh, my. Amazing. You'd shock the out of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd float pacemakers, but I got to scrub in with, a, with the EP docs. It was a very um, controlled chaos situation, which yeah. is another thing that I went from trauma to a very intense, like everything was... Super calm, super relaxed until it was burn time. And then oh when it's burn time or it, we're testing something. How did you learn? What were like the steps to learning oh, how to man. do that? A lot, of, a lot of reading. You're just reading EKGs and just mapping things. I mean, it took a lot of um, discipline on my part to learn the heart and yeah. read about it. and Because usually a lot of times you're not, I mean, I got hired from the ER into EP, which doesn't usually happen. Usually you work in the cath lab or you do cardiac ICU, anything that's more kind of intense Mm -hmm. cardiac wise before you get in there. But I interviewed and I was willing to put the time in. Dang girl. But I always, it was great to learn a lot about one organ and be like super, so if anyone Into has it. any heart populations, you should go to the burn girl over <laughs> oh, yeah. here. She understands the ins and the outs of your heart. 
Holy crap. I don't know crud. about that because it's been a while. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we were in North Carolina, and then we moved to Austin. We decided we were done with winters because we were yeah. didn't – I wasn't going back to Iowa, and I, that's where Dave's from. And then Ohio, I was – we were like, done no, with winters. Yeah, they're done. So and Ohio is like the – what do they call What's the nickname for Ohio? Gray. No, the gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's the like Buckeye the, State. The Buckeye State. Isn't it like the, the rust – armpit of the something oh, is that what they call I it i feel like they call it something so i'm from ohio too you guys well it doesn't there's about 40 days total of sun. sunshine yeah <laughs> you're like in constant gray yeah for vitamin d deficient yep seasonal depression but you have skyline chili and stuff up there and oh, not where we are not where we were oh, no. i mean are you kidding me we no. had like as Dave would be like, are you guys going to get some fried chicken and JoJo's? Oh, my gosh, JoJo's. Like those big wedge yes. potatoes deep fried. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Give me some. <laughs> or Swinson's burgers. Oh, yeah, Swinson's, yeah. Yeah, Swinson's oh, was good. They have butter burgers here, like Culver's butter know. burgers. No, that's a I remember thing. where I lived. Eaton Park. Oh, Eaton Park with the Eaton Park. That's where what? I spent most of my evening studying. Shut the door hours. with your cookies, with your yeah. little sugar cookies. Wait, my sugar. Remember cookies. the sugar cookies oh, at well, Eaton Park? I never ate those. I didn't either. I had a lot of coffee, but oh I didn't gosh. eat cookies. No. I didn't eat cookies. I didn't eat cookies. <laughs> I drank coffee and other things. I drank beer. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we moved here, and I worked at Brack in the ER when we moved here. And then it's kind of funny. So I don't know how long I worked in the ER. A year, maybe? Um, we got married here. Um but then Dave would have to come down for traumas, and he would ask me to get things for him <gasps> oh. in the trauma bay, yeah. and I'm like, you should probably get them yourself. Yeah. And then we kind of figured out we're probably not going to work out well no. in this in <laughs> So you like went a complete like left turn. You're like, you know what? I'm going to go into... Pla- is that oh, what you went into plastics? Well, no, not right no. after. So... This was around the same time, too, we were trying to get pregnant, and it was my hours. I was either 7P to 7A or I was 3P to 3A. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really conducive to trying to have children. Um, so I moved to um, just an outpatient, like uh, Austin Surgical Hospital is yep. what it was called. So I did pre-admission testing. I did pre-op. I did recovery. Um, I did any anything that they needed, just just whatever just they needed, to be I would available. just do. So I did that for a little while, and then I had I met Dr. Wilder, who is a plastics guy, and um, he did a reduction on me, and um, I w- checked around a lot, um, asked around like who in the OR is who you want want to yeah. be in there with, right? Um, and so one one of our post op appointments, he's like, hey, do you want to come upstairs and do injections in the in the plastic surgery um, office? And I'm like, oh, why not? I mean, I'll try. I I try everything once. Yes. Um, so I did that. And so I did that some Fridays. And then he was like, why don't you just come down and why don't you be my office nurse? So I did. And I did that for... You said for a while. Eight, like eight plus years? years. I love that. Yeah. And had two kids so you, through that. And, oh, my um, goodness. We, just, we worked well together. We kind of had our own little swerve. And he was very trusting in me and yep. gave me a lot of autonomy. So, yeah. So... We meshed well. You have, so you have all this experience with heart stuff and with ER and trauma, and then you go right into plastics. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, 
so you guys, let me just tell you a quick backstory on how Miss Leslie and I, uh, how we met. She actually came on one of my yoga retreats. We were in Positano, Italy, which, by the way, this girl is holding back, but she's like one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. I will never forget <laughs> one of the evenings across the, the table. We had to switch seats every night at dinner so we could get to know everybody a little bit better. But I was like, I would pay serious money I would pay high high dollars to go see this chick <laughs> on a comedian act show or something she was always telling something funny and we were all cracking up laughing but um anyway so we met a couple years ago um through a couple circles of friends but I was recently diagnosed with alopecia and I was one freaking out that I was losing my hair and I re- we ended up having this conversation about like PRP injections and she's like you know what come in be my guinea pig I'm super super excited and grateful for it, which by the way, I'm like three sessions in and I have massive hair growth, which I'm very excited about. PRP really does work. But that was the one thing that I'm like, Leslie, we have to talk about PRP and what your plasma can do. And then when I'm getting through one of my my first initial session with her, she's telling me all the stuff that you can do with PRP. I'm like, shut the freaking front door. <laughs> so I like mother's milk. Oh it's like colostrum. <laughs> yeah. <or> PRP. <laughs> yeah. So like when you got into kind of the work that you're we're gonna be going into and talking about, maybe we should just talk straight up like let's go into PRP and like yeah. what Let's explain like what PRP is and the benefits of it and what you can do with the uses of PRP. Yeah. So PRP is platelet-rich plasma. Um, So your blood, its components are two things. It's red blood cells and plasma. Um, Plasma contains white blood cells and platelets. Um, Platelets are rich in growth factors. So there's nothing more natural than your own own blood. Exactly. So we take that... So for PRP, and PRP has been used a long time in sports injuries and trying to heal heal things by using your own blood to do it, um, your own plasma to do it. Um, so it's like a th- it's a three step process. We I drew your blood. Yeah. Um, you put some anticoagulating um, things in the syringe. That way it doesn't clot initially. Okay. So it keeps it, it keeps it able to be spun down in the centrifuge. Um, so I draw you. I spin it down. Um, it separates um, the red blood cells from the plasma. Plasma is yellow. Red blood cells are obviously red. Um, there are different concentrations um, that the plasma kind of as close to the buffy coat, which is the separation between the red and, and the plasma. Um, we separate those out. We draw them up, and then we inject them. So it's kind of it's a very, I draw you, I spin you, I inject you. Yes. It's a very With all easy, my own stuff. Yes. And you guys, this stuff looks like... It's like a, they call it liquid gold. It's mm-hmm. like very, I mean, I've had vampire facials with it before. It's like egg yolk, almost yeah. like the, the like feeling and texture of it. Well, I was reading like back in the day when you were a little kid and you fell down, you scraped your knee and your scab came off and you had that little bit of yellow yeah, fluid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was plasma healing. Oh like my that's, gosh. that's what heals that pink tissue underneath yeah. that's nice and new and, and new skin. Um, it's, I've got, so when you do vampire facials, you... You make these micro perforations on your face, and then you inject that PRP in there to to simulate collagen. Yeah, um, we use PRP injected into into the face, into scars. You can inject it into obviously tendons and and stuff right. to heal, like and hips to and knees, yeah. and it's good for lubrication. Yes. and all of that. Well, I want to know, like when, like 
let's get into the lady part stuff. Like, tell me about how you can inject PRP into the hoo-ha. <laughs> everybody wants I'm a nice so, hoo-ha. I want to know what this does to the hoo-ha. <laughs> okay, so um, there is the O shot, which the okay. O shot's been around for a long I've time. Never I'm sure. I've never heard of the O shot. Never heard of no. no. Okay, so there's also a P shot as well, which is oh. for the it's for the men. <laughs> <laughs> for the men. <laughs> for the men in your life. Okay, so the um, the O shot. Same thing. We draw your blood. We spin it down, different concentrations of your PRP. We then inject it into your clitoris. Mm -hmm. And What does that do? um, So it creates more sensitivity. So it creates increased sexual desire. Mm. Um, It increases your arousal time. Um, It increases lubrication. Um, It heightens your orgasm. That's um, nice. So these are all great things. If you, I was, so when I got into this and I was reading about it, whether or not I wanted to be a part of it, <laughs> <laughs> I was reading about it and I will say, go ahead and Google that and you will not find a bad thing about the O-Shot because I tried. <laughs> um so, yes, yeah, so you're numb because oh, yeah. that makes my toes curl to think about oh, a needle God, injected in into your clitoris, your clitoris. Yeah. or your anterior wall of your vagina as yeah. well, but we'll get to that point. <laughs> um, but you're numbed very well. You don't feel anything. You might feel the initial, like, I mean, it's, it's nothing. A little pinch. If you've had babies vaginally... Yeah. There goes my Ohio accent right there. Vaginally. Vaginally. <laughs> um, beat your bag. Beat your bag. <laughs> in your bad bag. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that bad. Oh, it's nothing. Yeah. It is nothing. Not that I've tried it. I've had laser yet. hair removal or it's way worse. Oh, yeah, way worse. Way worse. Okay. Um, okay, so so you inject into your clitoris. And you, so the anterior wall or the upper vagina, you inject it into that area as well. And what it does, it creates... Um, more stability, like for urinary incontinence, mm-hmm. it helps with that a lot. Yep. Um, it helps with um, arousal as far as like having more surface area mm-hmm. to be um, stimulated. So does this help with like when you like have a couple babies and you pee your it, pants a little bit? Yeah. So that's the, okay. uh, yeah, the urinary incontinence, you can jump on a trampoline again a little <gasps> bit more s- mentally secure. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. Or like when you sneeze. Yeah. God forbid you sneeze on the trampoline. Oh my gosh! No, there's Dundee. a story. I have to tell a story. Your pants. There's a friend of ours that this this is about, but I'm not going to say her name. She's telling. Have you heard the story about the trampoline? I don't know. So a friend of mine was jumping on the trampoline with Lady Gaga. Okay, and so they're jumping on the trampoline, and she kept. My friend was saying like, I can't, I can't jump on this trampoline because I'm going to pee on myself. <laughs> and Lady Gaga was like. Oh no no! I wish it, it'll be so much fun. I don't care. So she starts jumping on the trampoline. Lord and behold, she tinkles, and so now there's tinkle hitting the trampoline, and Lady Gaga got wet with with her. She got with wet her urine. with her urine. Well, Lady Gaga, after she has a couple babies, she'll understand. Yeah. So, anyhost, most embarrassing moment of her life. She says she's oh, like, I, I can't look at Lady Gaga. Ever I the can't same. believe that's the first time Lady Gaga's ever been peed on. Though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know that for sure. I'm just putting that <laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> So the fact that you can get the O shot to help not pee on things like Lady Gaga, that's pretty miraculous. Yeah. That's I exciting. Mean, it does help. Um, 
and so the other thing about the O shot is it lasts a while as well. So oh, it great. takes like you get the shot. There's no downtime. Like you can, you might feel a little bit funny down there, a little uh-huh. bit full, if you okay. will. Okay. Yes. Um, for maybe 24 hours. Okay. And then it takes about three months for like full effect. Okay. Three to six months. A you lot- have to get this every month or? No, listen okay. to this. It, okay. it will last about 18 months. Shut it can up. last up to three years. You kind of, you know when it's wearing off because okay. you can tell because your sexual desire and yeah. orgasms aren't as, uh, as tightened. Okay. Um, but I mean, it lasts a while. Hey. And it's, and it's quick. It's yes. like a 20 minute thing. I just, I love when you told me about this when we were injecting my head with PRP. And, and if you're I like, inject anyone's head, I tell them about their vagina. I tell them about the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, and it does this and this. And then basically what we have left over, we just hose it down. Oh, we wash your vagina in it. <laughs> it's like a 20 year old vagina again. I'm like, you sold me. I want a 20 year old vagina again. Hose me down. I have it younger than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's okay, so awesome. Okay. That's O-Shot. I mean, there's okay. a, a lot of things. I mean, oh my gosh. It, there, I mean, it's, it's wonderful. Like again, look it yes. up. Yes. There's some, there's some, um, there's nothing bad about it. So the P shot is okay. for the men. Okay. Um, it's good for erectile dysfunction. That's kind of the, that was the main, um, reason why I think that we're sticking needles in yeah, penises. Yeah, in, in penises. Um, should we call it the, like, the, the pecker? Oh, the... I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Make it green juice I think, rated? I think, <laughs> oh, penis is, I feel like it's very green juice. Oh, yeah, that is very, it's, okay. yeah, I it's think very that's juice. the medical term yeah. we need to probably stick with. <laughs> No uh, pecker. I, don't, I can't. Or wingling. I don't even think I could say that word. <laughs> I can say a lot of other words, but I can um, Okay, so the P shot is for erectile, erectile dysfunction. And same thing. You draw, you spin it down, mm-hmm. you inject it, you numb. Yeah. Don't worry, you numb. Um, God, God knows that a man's <laughs> listening to this right now and he's like, ain't no way. If you didn't so have sensitive. it before, you have dysfunction now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But um, so the PRP increases blood flow to the penis and it optimizes their erection and um, sensitivity. Mm. Now, what part of the penis do you inject this into? The shaft. The shaft. Like like that word? (laughs) (laughs) There's no tip of the shaft. The shaft is the. the, So just the the body part of it. Okay. Yes, the main body. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. So that's, I mean, um, yeah, look that up too. There's yeah. some, sort of, there's some good things about that. Um, but PRP stimulates stem cells, collagen, and it's, I mean, blood vessels that for, I mean, better well, the sex, fact that the it nerves, like the, yeah, grows everything. your hair back, you know, like the, yes. like for those who are suffering, suffering from alopecia mm-hmm. or, you know, like I'm, well, you and I talked a little bit about this the last session I was in with you, but it's like, you know, women who end up losing their eyebrow hair or, um, you know, I mean, just the balding, I think is a huge thing as women, we start to age and gosh, it's like a reality, a slap in the face. When you start losing your hair, your hair is like the sign of being a woman. Hey, you're going to, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, we have issues with everything. Now you can't tell me I'm going to lose my hair. Oh, I know. Well, it's just the fact that you can inject PRP into those areas, then it helps stimulate it and you can avoid taking like 
all these over-the-counter medications or steroid shots or whatever. I mean, you guys, I've had three sessions and I am having drastic hair growth, which is crazy. And I have a friend of mine who had a severe case of alopecia, lost 40% of her hair, ended up doing four rounds of PRP and completely grew it all back. It's amazing. Like, I mean, so amazing. I think it's it's pretty, and it's the most natural thing you can do. I, know. I mean, it's your own. The yes. risks are the only true risk. Obviously, you're sticking a needle into the skin, so there's always risk risk of infection. There's of always risk of bleeding. Right. You wouldn't do this on somebody oh, no. who doesn't clot, who yeah. you know, who has any kind of bleeding disorder. Right. But you would know that. For I mean. When I injected into your scalp, your scalp was very vascular. You bleed mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Um, completely normal. That, But it's not, there's really there, no downside to it. There's no, like, the trade-off for it. Yeah, yeah, is so huge. I mean, when I got the PRP injections, y'all, like, it doesn't, I mean, we use, like, numbing cream, mm-hmm. which definitely helps quite a bit in, like, your sensitive areas, like your hairline. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, it does feel, like, full, feels lifted, um, and there's not a lot of like sensation or pain even afterwards. Like it just feels like maybe I bonked my head a little bit and it's just a little tender the first day. But other than that, it's painless. It's not that, I mean, it's completely 110% worth it. If you are losing, even as a man, like if you're losing your hair and you're tired of trying to use like Rogaine, like invest the time and the money and go get PRP injections. Yeah, and we're kind of playing with... So I mean it's and it's still fairly new um, for hair loss. So it's you know we're kind of seeing like what's the what's the sweet spot as far as timing, right? Yeah. So that's the thing is how long has the hair lo- hair loss been occurring? Yeah. Can we get in this window of um, if we can get the PRP because the hair follicle doesn't die; it shrinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what the the um, the growth factors they're like little messengers telling that hair follicle to hey wake up start working again start producing hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is one of those things. So you do you do one treatment every three months, um, and then after that, like you, I'm sure you noticed, you have less hair loss, so yeah. you're losing or shedding less hair, yeah. and then you start to notice new hair growth. Yep. Um, from that point on, it is a maintenance because if you, so maintenance wise, we're, we're thinking, cause we're still kind of dabbling in this as far as where the sweet spot is, is it every four months you get a maintenance injection? Mm-hmm. Is it every six months you get a maintenance injection yeah. or is it you knowing, okay, I'm starting to have hair loss again, as far as seeing it, yeah. I need to go back in for, um, another injection. Yeah. Um, so we're still trying that out. I'm yeah. going to try it on some men who've been yes. balding for a while and yeah. see if we can re-stimulate those hair follicles to yeah. start producing. Um, and then areas of larger areas where, I mean, if we can get any hair growth, especially for guys, their hair is short. Yeah. So any new growth is going to be great growth. Oh, because for sure. Because like for you, you've got a, a ton of hair. Yeah. So your new time. growth is going to take a while. It's yeah. going to add bulk, but it's not. you're not going to get length and No, like it does take time for sure. Yes. I mean, I definitely have like some wispies and flyaways, but... Like we said before, it's like you're using your own blood to be able to heal your body. It just is like our bodies are kind of this miraculous thing. Um, But, you know, I've also done PRP with the vampire facials Mm -hmm. too. And I can't tell you like, you know, people who are just – I've had a friend of mine who's breastfeeding. She's like, I can't do Botox right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. But she's done a couple rounds of vampire facials with PRP. And it's just like her skin looks freaking awesome. Yeah. 
Like when I got it done, I had people stop me, like complete strangers. Like I was in shopping. They're like, your skin is amazing. Like, what do you do? I'm like, oh my gosh, I got vampire facial like a month ago. Yes. I mean, it's just a pretty cool thing that we can use. Like who came up with this? Seriously. Well, I mean, it makes sense. When I know. You think totally about it. Does. We've been using it for sports injuries to heal, yeah. and if you can put in its college. And now we're using it for cosmetic yeah, stuff put it everywhere, man. Dip yeah. me in it. Dip me in it. I want to bathe in PRP. I want to be egg yolk and sticky. Yes. yes. Um. So what? A, let's yeah. Let's get into this whole diva laser vagina rejuvenation topic. Yeah. So that kind of goes with the um, PRP topic in a way. So the diva laser is this, um, it's a dual wavelength. So it's ablative and non-ablative. So if you think about it visually by way of it's, it's intravaginally, you put, um, this laser, it goes in, in a 360, 180 or 90 degree fashion as far okay. as, cause it's a cylinder Our our vagina, um, mm-hmm. um, cervix is a cylinder. Um, so it goes in an ablate, so it makes small micro perforations okay. in, in that Like micro-needling type if of you, thing? If you think about it, I okay. feel like it's kind of like hole punching. <laughs> um, <laughs> not at the depth that you would... I mean, it's it's very... Depth that creates new tissue, right? Okay. So we get laxativity and after babies, um, the menopause, babies, chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. These are all things that kind of really create havoc in, on those tissues. They become thin... So when they become thin, you have the three L's. You have bladder leakage, you have yeah. vaginal laxativity, yeah. and you have loss of lubrication. Yeah. All bad things, right? Right. Um, but because that skin thins, it becomes less pink and fluffy. If you think about this pink, fluffy tissue that it used to be back before you had babies and any yeah. kind of hormonal changes yeah. or when oh, life yeah. happens. I like pink and fluffy. I know. I love pink, fluffy. Um, so what this does is it creates these insults to the tissue okay. and those insults then create new tissue to form to fill in those insults. So if you think about hole punching, those holes have to be filled. So those holes are filled with pink, fluffy, new tissue, healthy okay. tissue. Okay. Um, so by pink, healthy, new tissue, it's, there's lots of t- lubrication uh-huh. because that's what new tissue and young tissue okay. um, has a lot more moisture in it. It also helps with pH. So ladies who have problems with um, any like frequent UTIs or yeast infections yeah. or any kind of pH imbalance oh, that's in there, interesting. it helps bring it because it's, it's healthy, new Yeah, that makes tissue. complete sense. So it does that. The laxativity-wise, it creates this pink, healthy tissue that makes it tighter. Um, so for people who have loss of sensation or looseness or decreased sexual function, um, it helps that as well. It helps also with, with, um, incontinence because it helps support the surrounding organs by this extra tissue, creating that, keeping that space and structure, creating more structure for it to be more stable. Um, so, so, yeah, that, I mean, so that's like a laser. It's a laser. And th- is this painful? So we numb as well. Okay. So we numb you, here. Um, so when they come in, we do just an exam as far as just to make sure that there's nothing that would make me say, okay, this is not for you. This is not, you need to be checked. Um, right. Kind of just do a general health history. Um, and then we numb um, internally because okay. it's an internal laser. Yeah, because you don't want to feel that stuff. No. no, no. Um, and we kind of decide 
it's it lasts about three minutes. Okay. This laser goes in and it's really you don't have to manually turn it, it turns itself. So we hold the laser, it okay. manually turns three hundred and sixty if that's what we choose, which would do the whole the whole um, cylinder. And then how far does it go in? Well, that's the other thing that I kind of decide and you I I don't physically measure it per se, but I can no. tell. Like okay. some people have a shorter cervix than others and uh-huh. um you can kind of tell just by um meeting resistance if you right. will um so that's where you stop okay and, and the, you can tell i can tell we all kind of know um with the when that kind of stopping point is so that laser as it comes out it rotates back okay. and as it's rotating back at 360 degrees it's making these micro perforations in that cylinder are you sore after this like the day you after not sore you, That's it's awesome. oddly, um, you may you bleed a little bit. Okay. Um, and that's what we actually want because you want tissue trauma because right. tissue trauma means new tissue growth. Um, so we do want a little bit of blood. Okay. We want a little bit of insult. I mean, it's, you, you definitely, your partner usually notices kind of the tightness or the difference in lubrication. Okay, you sold me. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Put me in the game. Put me in the game. I want to laser up the hoo-ha. <laughs> Let's laser. But so with the PRP, like if you do a diva laser and yeah. then you get a PRP wash. Oh, man. You've got. Because you've created all those little insults and now you put some PRP in oh, there. Oh, man. Now you for like sure per- got a 20-year-old vagina right? after that. Ooh, and then. You can do the external part of the vagina as well. Oh yeah, what if about your that? majora gets crazy and gets like your yeah your wait a minute your majora gets bigger than your majora no minora gets bigger than majora <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all of these all of these we can tighten them all up. <gasps> so what we about can like make you look like a I I can't even in. say what you may look like. I'm in. Yeah. What about like the loose labias? That's what I mean. So all that gets yeah, the pulled up in the menorah. Oh, yeah. girl, tuck those puppies up. That- <laughs> <laughs> it's like you take a took him to the seamstress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, this. I love this so much. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, so I, that's a yeah. Because after a added I mean, bonus, that needs to like that message needs to be sent to all. Yeah. Mamas, all the ladies, all yes, the ladies, all the ladies. So that goes with the 360, and then the 180. You can kind of, if you've got urinary continence, you can kind yeah. of 180 it as far as putting it in the direction of where they actually need it, and then yeah. the 90 degrees of like, hey, or you can spot treat. Mm. Into, let's let's take this is some good up. info for yeah. lady parts. Look Let at me us. just tell you, we're gonna rule the world, we're friends. G- oh, we are going to rule the world with. They don't are, even, I know. They don't even know. You, know. you know, all the husbands listening to this are like, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, you should do this too. <laughs> I'm only going to do it if you get a pee shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little wank. Only if you oh, let, only a pecker let shot. Leslie put a needle in there. Uh, <laughs> somehow I don't sell that one very well. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you just need one guy to tell one story. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Done. You put like a TV on the, on the ceiling. <laughs> you get to watch football. Oh. Um, so on that note, I love to play games on my podcast episode. And honestly, I feel like the trend lately has been 20 questions just because it's so fun to like listen to what our guests have to answer and what they say. And it gets us to get to know you a little bit more. So you we're going to know me yet. Oh, my, oh boy. We will at the end of these 20 questions. Okay. So we're going to start. What's your favorite? What's your guilty pleasure with food? Food guilty oh, pleasure. Hot tamales. Hot tamales? I love cinnamon. Yeah. Ooh. 
And I like, like chewy candy. I'm not a chocolate person. I like chewy, like, like Starburst. cavity making T- candy. Yeah, cavity making <laughs> cavities. <laughs> um, are you a rosé or a red wine girl? I like all of it. I like I don't it. discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I were to open your bedside table... What would I find? This has been the question that has haunted me because I've heard you ask this. <laughs> I had to move some stuff out of there just so I could answer. <laughs> I have, I have lavender spray. Love it. For bedtime. Mm-hmm. I have a picture of my dad. Aww. And then I have a handwritten letter by my friend who was taken too soon as well. Aww. So I have both of those things. I have, I have a rosary. Mm-hmm. I have a very green juice. It is now, very I'm not sure I should have the same things in there that I take. I know. <laughs> um, I have two maternity fo- photos. I have one at, that when I had Allie in my belly and one I had Charlie. Um, I have a couple books. And then I have my, um, I have my things that I use in the nighttime. Nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> my nighttime lotion. Yes. My eye cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's very, exactly. we're being very PG right now. Mm-hmm. Are you a dry shampoo or do you wash your hair every day? A dry shampoo. What's your favorite skincare line products right now? Oh, Revision. Revision? Yeah. That's what I sent you that picture. I know. Like I'm all in on vitamin C, hydrate yes. serum. Hydrate? I'm like so into all the hydrating serums mm-hmm. and the face, like... I want to be glowy. I do too. Yeah. Almost like, dewy, like like tacky. Yes. Like what, yeah. they want them to touch me and be like, what, what is going on I want to be tacky. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm not Revision. sure. <laughs> but that's um, right now, like that's my... Jam because I get to try a lot of things. I know. Well, being so, in like the, in the industry that you're in, you get first access to a lot of those. I have things. another skincare line that I'm. It's, it's on my when I'm done with my revision stuff, I'll yeah. try something else and then I can compare and contrast. Do you feel like it's good to change up your skincare? Do you because like I always tell people like with probiotics, for instance, mm-hmm. like it's good to switch your probiotics up like every eight weeks because your gut gets used to the flora and you want to spice mm-hmm. it up and change it so it still has the same reaction. And response to it, like I'm curious about with skincare. skincare. I do feel like might be a little bit different, and okay. only in the fact that some people's skin is very complicated. Mm-hmm. And if you found the cocktail that works for you, you should just stay with it until yep. it doesn't work anymore. Okay. Um, I have very kind of like basic skin. Like I don't have any true highs and lows. I've got breakouts, but I mean nothing, nothing crazy. So I feel like I can kind of switch back and forth, and I need to that way I can talk to patients about it too. Yes. So, but if I had rosacea or if I had something that was truly that I it need to be maintained at a you know certain with certain products then yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't change if it wasn't broken okay. yeah. yeah I saw I feel like if I ch- if I change up anything my skin like flips the f out oh yeah if you could have dinner with anyone dead alive mm-hmm. who would it be um you know I would have dinner with my dad again mm. Yeah, yeah, him. That's a good one. What's one conspiracy theory you actually believe in? Oh, I believe there are aliens. Oh my gosh, I do too. I think that there's something. Let me just let me just tell you. I told I already told this story in another podcast, but legit, I was in Medina, Texas, Mm -hmm. on a yoga retreat, and everyone we like we were pinned in our third eye with a needle. But I'm like I'm legit. I saw this. I can. Did you see a needle? No. <laughs> I saw, and Kylie can totally vouch for me on this one. We legit saw this weird light 
hanging out in the middle of the sky, not in the stars. It was in the middle of the sky. Mm -hmm. It was one light. And then all of a sudden, there was two additional lights, one on top and one on bottom. And they lined up. And then the top and the bottom ones switched and lined up again. And then the top and the bottom light ventured out to the right and the left, and all three lights disappeared. Okay, that's funny that you say that story because my husband was in Iowa out in the middle of the lake Shut and up. had that very same Shut ve- or up. very yeah. similar yeah. Um, description of what occurred. He called me from the boat. No, he did and not. And he was explaining to me. And the only thing I could think of, because I was back in Texas and he was, I was like, I don't call me. Like, why are you calling me? They're going to know that you're talking to me and they're going to come get me. And so, we, <laughs> so I hung up the phone. I'm like, and, and by the way, you're crazy. Yeah. And by the way, you're <laughs> crazy to believe in this. Yes. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I, no, it, I mean, same thing. It was yeah. like three lights. They lined up, they, and then they <gasps> scattered. Oh yeah. I have goosebumps right now. I Googled There's that shit up there. afterwards and it legit, I'm not the only person that saw no, that. I've heard it before. Yeah. I believe in that conspiracy too. Mm. If there's like, is there one book that you that changed your life or that you absolutely loved to mm. read? I wish I could say I was an avid reader. I fall asleep every time I try and read. Oh anything. my gosh, me too. Um, so uh, no, no, nothing that's changed my life. No, nothing. No, not even like I'm a sure medical book. Uh, no, I no. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you could have a celebrity as your BFF, who would it be? Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. BFF. Though. Yeah, Hold BFF. On. I gotta bring. We'll, we'll do a celebrity BFF. fuck in just a second. Oh, Let's do the BFF. Um, who would be my BFF? Oh, okay. Um, oh, I'm totally blanking. The Hunger Games girl. Um, oh, um, what's her name? Um, Jennifer. Is yes. it Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. Is, no, it? is that right? No, I don't think so. No. No. I know you're talking about though. She's got an alter ego named Gail. Yep. Do you what? know the story? No. So she was on Ellen and she's like, when I get really drunk, Gail comes out. Yeah. And I also have an alter ego and her name's oh Rhonda. Rhonda? And I saw that and I really think that we would probably yeah. hit it off. Oh, really for well. sure. But yeah. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I have an Do you alter have one ego. Too? Who is she? Her name's Miranda. She's she's a she's a fat kid. She likes to eat a lot of food. Does she come home from those nights? Mm. And that's when she be, you become. Yeah, Miranda? Miranda comes out. Miranda likes burgers and French fries and donuts. Just Leslie likes those. So yeah. I don't know who this Miranda is, but Leslie. Yeah. Miranda comes out and she just goes to town on whatever. I love it. And then there's Shani. Shani, you got two. I've got two. Shani likes to have some... Be- I'm worried about my grandparents listening to this. I'm not going into what Shani does, but people who know me and know Shani Uh-oh. know what she likes to do. Does Matt know Shani? Uh, he sure does. Um, what's your idea of, of a perfect date? Oh. Oh. I don't know. Do we go on dates anymore? <laughs> um I guess back... Dr. Laverty, you better be listening right now. We're giving you some tips and tricks on the perfect date. Um, probably like some sort of exercise, whether that be yeah. like a run or a hike or something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. just to kind of burn off something. And then, um, 
dinner, sit outside, a glass mm-hmm. of wine. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh, I like, love that. Key. That's perfect. That's my that's my idea of a date with a man. Yes. Now with girls. Yes. I like to go dance. Like <gasps> I, I think that's my. Oh, I love you dance. love dancing. Love to dance. Gosh, I have to be. Shani has to come out in order to go dancing. Usually Rhonda comes out during. (laughs) I think Rhonda and Shani would be really good friends. Rhonda's always there. (laughs) (laughs) Leslie comes and then Rhonda takes over. Rhonda takes over. Oh, my gosh. Um, What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my gosh. Okay. When you don't return your freaking shopping cart back to the thing, you... Are you serious? I... So when I retire, whenever that is... You're going to see me because that's going to be my volunteer job. Some people pack groceries, which I also like to pack groceries because yeah. it's like a game of Tetris to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will return every shopping cart, and I make my children okay. do it as well. You're good. Yeah. Damn it. So does it tick you off when someone puts it like on the curb? Oh, and especially <laughs> if I make eye contact with them. I'm like, don't worry. I'll get it. I got it. <laughs> oh, I'll just take it back up. I'm not going to make eye contact. <laughs> what is the craziest thing on your bucket list? I'll get my pilot's license. Really? Yeah. Dave hates this, though. Oh, my gosh. It annoys the garbage out of him. You should do it. Well, my, I, my, will, I will at some point. In time. My want... kids don't want me to. They're oh convinced my... I will die. Oh. Dave says, Leslie, you can get it, but no one will ever fly with you. <laughs> Thanks, man. You're like, Leslie will fly. Rhonda will not. If Rhonda gets in, don't fly with her. Don't fly with <laughs> Rhonda. <laughs> What's your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Mm, like normal cheesecake? Mm. Or you like some fruit I on there? I don't like them when they get all crazy. Okay. I mean, you don't like the cheesecake, cheesecake factory cheesecake? Oh, they put a lot of junk That's in there. That's such an Ohio thing. Oh, dude, I'll eat it. Don't oh, get yeah. me wrong. Don't get I'll me wrong. wrong. <laughs> um, what's your biggest fear? Mm. Um, God, mental illness. Yeah. I, I the, It's just rampant and I just you you can't help you yeah. like I can I can't do anything to help yeah if I don't know you know what I, I mean know. and I think that that's one of those things that, that's a scary um, thing it's a very scary thing yeah so that that worries me I worry yeah. about that with our children they go through so much stress so early yeah. in life I don't feel like it's as it's not as lighthearted as it used to be and no. we've got all the social media stuff that I know. really weighs on them early that's yeah. a deep scary thing yeah. I was thinking like spiders I'm not afraid of spiders. Sharks. Not afraid. Of, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm scared of the ocean. Them. What's one thing that makes you laugh like every time? Um, um, I have such an odd like humor response. <laughs> I laugh. I'll cry at the most wrong things. Like yeah. just like stupid. And I will laugh at the most terrible, like, I'll find myself laughing at funerals. Like, I have the, I have the, I, I probably need to be checked out. <laughs> I laugh at things that nobody would ever laugh at. And I do it all day long. I laugh and I'm thinking I, people have to think I'm crazy. I know. Well, that's probably why you were able to be in trauma and not bring things home. And yeah, probably. It's that, like, there's same always hum- There's humor in everything. There's I'm humor a in everything. Me too. I can find the same thing. There's yeah. this, like, uh, this movie I watched recently where the bridesmaid could not get it together when they were saying their vows. <laughs> and she was just, like, snorting. 
Oh, I mean that would worse be worse than being in. I can remember because I grew up in in the Catholic Church, and my mom and I would be sitting at church, and I would, I love to watch people, and so. So when we were in church, like we would make eye contact because we were looking oh, at no. the same person <laughs> yeah. and start to laugh. And when you know you can't laugh because it's, you know, yeah. it's not appropriate. Yeah. I'm just done. Oh, like, yeah. It's going to be full on crying, snorting. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'll, I'll probably like take heaving breaths and, oh my and everyone will look at me then. Yes. And so, yeah. That's the best. Are you a black tea or coffee drinker? I'm coffee all the way. I'm a coffee drinker all the way. How do you take your coffee? Uh, with a little bit of cream, well, milk, skim milk, milk. skim milk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. have you? <laughs> I like um, the nut pod coconut creamer. Have you tried that one? Uh, Super creamy. I'm <laughs> creamy in my black coffee. <laughs> um, what's your favorite place you've traveled? Mm. Um, okay, so my favorite vacation. So I have a couple yeah. of things. Okay, my favorite vacation was we did a sailing trip in the BVI's. Where we slept on the boat, we sailed to different islands every day. Shut up. There's something like took a duffel bag. You don't need anything. There's no makeup. There's no hair. There's uh-uh. like you don't have to get ready. Oh my god! You I wake love up. It. You put your bathing suit on. Yes. And you jump in the water. You swim. You do whatever. You come back. You eat. You drink. You. I mean, you just do whatever. There's no it's fuss about it. It's a simple life. Simple. I like. I that. love the simple life. So I like that. And. Um, like I love Italy. Like Positano oh is awesome. Post- we went to Tuscany a few times, oh, and God, that's I love you know, Tuscany. Beautiful. <gasps> Italy. Um, the Italians are just. I love um, the Italians. I love the Italians too. Uh, Diane Lane under the Tuscan sun. Oh <laughs> my goodness, that was such a good one. I'll tell you. What. I just love like eat, pray, love. Oh yeah. You know when yeah. you just eat pizza and pasta and bread and drink wine and gelato and the coffee gelato. She so as an American going over there and enjoying all that, we would be three hundred fifty pounds. Oh my in gosh! A second. Oh, two seconds. We'd be. There's no like moderation no. on my part. Just give it. No, give me just all give of it. it all. <laughs> I just love how the Italian men would call us bellas. Yeah, get in oh, here, bellas. man. Remember in Positano, <laughs> we had that one guy. The it was the um when we were was going the house down. Guy? F- not the house guy when we were going sailing. Remember when we went down there and there was like all those cute boys that were our sailor dudes. Hmm. They kept I don't calling remember us any of them, Melissa. That's weird. You don't no, remember? We took a picture with them. <laughs> really? Remember how good looking he was? Someone has to have that picture. Dude, I saw your picture from Hawaii. I, I'm not sure. If <gasps> oh it's yeah, that my... one was definitely. Mm, yeah, that was. Yeah, that was, that that was, was fun. <laughs> that was a terrible trip. Are you an ocean or mountain girl? I am ocean because I'm, I'm warm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you give me warm mountains, I'm fine. But yeah. I, I cannot be cold. I no. can't do it. I'm I know miserable. we're just over it. When you live in an Ohio for way too long, mm. you're just over it. You're over the cold and the snow. You're done. I, w- I feel like I can take. Everybody says well, you can always put more clothing on, but that no. doesn't help me at all. Mm-mm. So I would rather be hot and take clothing yep. off. Love it. Are you an early riser or a night owl? Early all day long. What time do you wake up? 5.30. 5.30. What do you, what's it like your morning ritual? What do you do? Um, I try and get up at least an hour before the kids so I can have just peace and quiet. I make my coffee, mm-hmm. check my emails. Yeah. I watch, okay, I don't watch a lot of TV. You watch it in the mornings? Oh, no, not like break, like shows. No, oh. I watch the news. Oh. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> yeah. Wow, thought I had you. <laughs> you totally had me. I was like, I watch the news. The news. I'm obsessed with the news. So I love to just, I, is it weird? Oh. I like the weather. David Yeoman. Oh. 
maybe. Um, <laughs> anyways, so yeah, I drink my coffee. I like and that. Watch the news. That's what I do too. Chill for a little bit. Yeah, it's so nice. It's nice. Organize the thoughts in my head for mm-hmm. the day. Yeah. I'm a big write everything down paper planner. Yeah. So Me um, too. I spend a lot of time doing that and just yeah. organizing myself. What is your favorite TV series right now? Um, oh my gosh, I don't watch anything. Nothing. I there's no like don't Netflix. Watch TV. There, um, you need to watch Shit's Creek. Shit's it is Creek. Canadian oh, and freaking funny. Hmm. The last series, I mean, we always used to watch Homeland. Oh, Homeland, yeah. What about Game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of yeah, Thrones? I watched some of it. I'm not a big um, medieval. <gasps> Girl, I although like I did that. watch a lot of the sex scenes, I'm not. I know they're all <laughs> trans. They're all trans. There's a couple of them. I go and watch them. Um, what's your zodiac sign? Libra. Air sign. Yeah, I love me some Libras. Yeah, I'll see both sides of this. <sighs> we'll get into all that sometime. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your mantra for this year? Mm, I have a couple mantras. I shit's not that deep, boo. Yeah, I say that to myself. <laughs> on the daily. Yeah. And if, um, the other thing I've always said, and that, I mean, this isn't just specific to this year, I guess, is because my mom used to always say this to me. Like, if this is the worst thing that happens to you, you're pretty lucky. Yeah. And she do it in that way of your kind that you say to yourself, well, I guess it's true. I know. I'm not going to get these guest genes. Yeah. I guess if that is the worst thing worst that happens thing. to me, I'm going to be fine. Oh my God. But, um, yeah, I don't, I just kind of, Dude, one step at a time, man. I don't take anything too One step at a time. That's a good mantra. Yeah. I love that. Okay, sister, are you green juice or tequila girl? No, dude. I think we all know that. I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, my nickname. (laughs) Um, I'm tequila. (laughs) I'm tequila. (laughs) What's your your favorite tequila? Mm, You know... I'm a little tequila snob, so... I've had some good ones. Casamigos is pretty good. Um, Dolce Vita. Um, Dolce Vita. Just because. <laughs> Dolce Vita. Dave knows why. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, we do, I mean, I drink a bunch of Patron. What's mm-hmm. the blue one? The blue and white one the with Clasa the The Clasa Azul. That's the one okay. we're drinking tonight. Yeah, I like that too. We're just, sipping on a little tequila that has hints of vanilla in it. It's good. It's really good. You know what is a really good tequila I just discovered that's awesome sipping tequila? It's called Abandonado. And it looks like it's in like a light blue genie bottle or mm. a bong, like a water bong. Nice. It is good. And it's from the same distillery as Clasa Azul. Oh, and yeah? it's a fraction of the price. Write it down, friends. I will write it down. <laughs> Go get yourself a bandanado. <laughs> um, this was such a fun and informative podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on here. Of course. Like, what are your kind of like, what are your upcoming endeavors like with your career? What are you wanting to kind of get into? And just so we can kind of leave this podcast with people, giving them some direction on how to get in touch with you. And Oh, gosh. You know what's great with aesthetics is that there's always something new. Back in the day when I first started injecting, there were literally Botox in yeah. three fillers. Yeah. And now there's four of each filler brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, you know four different types of botulism toxin um, um, products. Um, we are, like, I want to, so Sculpture is another one that we use for injecting yeah. that is, yeah. in essence, dissolvable suture, ground into powder and reconstituted, and it stimulates your own collagen. So we're going to try doing it over the body. Like, people who have, um, like, over-suctioned areas mm-hmm. that from liposuction, 
um, or even cellulite areas. I've heard about this. Can this be preventative too? Um, Well, so... If you're bulking up an area, mm-hmm. you you're filling deficits. So a lot of times we do it kind of mid face mm-hmm. in in kind of face is kind of where it started. But um, like do it in the knees, like people who have kind of like that extra skin above yeah. their knees. Um, you can do it in people who have like just areas of deficit where like yep. med ports were placed yeah. and that or like your butt gone. like when you get those cottage cheese butts oh yeah so cellulite yeah. areas people who um have big hip d- dimple or like dents mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. which i always think that that's good but yeah i've heard that that's not good oh, man. So. maybe on a guy like the concave butt yeah but i feel like that's usually coincides with being muscular oh but I don't know. I don't know. Whatever, whatever ails you. You obviously man. I don't have know. married a muscular man with his ortho, 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 <laughs> ortho. <laughs> ortho. He, yes, yeah. The, oh, he's oh, he's super muscular. Oh, yeah, friends. So, yeah. <laughs> so okay, y'all. So so I'll be doing that. We're yeah. gonna like test some new things, try out yeah, some new things. Love it. I want to. Um, yeah. I, I love know. that. I want to do anything. I'll try everything once and the fun things twice. Oh my gosh. So you guys, if you are interested in reaching out to Leslie for any of her services, I am getting PRP done with her and I've seen some tremendous growth. I'm so grateful for it. Reach out to her. I'll definitely put her um, Instagram information on this podcast episode along with the practice that she is working at so you guys can reach out to her if you're struggling with any of these things we talked about your lady parts can be handled <laughs> through leslie's amazing hands not Rhonda, but leslie <laughs> we keep Rhonda. we'll keep Rhonda at home well thanks mama for being on <laughs> this episode this was so fun <laughs> so let's great drink <laughs> let's drink cheers to tequila we're gonna end on that note <laughs> 